touch. That certainly didn't go to the required on the left. Amble was so clever, so good. And Murphy is it. What a goal. What the Blues, the young and the old together. The ground and there it is. Paulson, McGovern again. Oh, yes. This to give Carlton the lead. They're in front. The Blue Boys. Stopping and dropping. Pitch gets in and the table members go. And you can put down the glasses. It's an amigo. It's an amigo that'll finish it off. Kick it, Jeffrey. He does. Carlton are on their way to Sydney. G'day Blue Baggers and welcome to the Blues Footy Podcast. It is your host, Jed Zetzer, and I'm here alongside my co-host Harrison Hymans. Bolt, welcome to the show. Good to be back, Zeus. A win in the books. It's always better recording after we win a game, isn't it? Yeah, I love this. It just makes the week go a bit quicker. You know, you almost want to speak about football this week. So it was needed, wasn't it? It was, <laughs> it was, it, we, we just had to get, you know, on the board for season 2021 desperately. We had to. And uh, usually we will record straight after the match. We couldn't do so yesterday. You had to go to your second love, Melbourne Victory. Uh, but we're back here, beautiful Monday morning recording. Bolt, we've had time to dissect the match, which we don't usually have time to do. Have you managed to watch the replay at all? Oh, I've watched bits and pieces of it. Yeah. Um, I haven't watched the full game again, but yeah. it's. Gee, you see it differently on the TV, don't you? Yeah, you do. Because I've even been speaking to you know, a mate of mine who didn't go to the game, and he was t- telling me about... You know, Eddie Betts' game, how there was a lot of, you know, pressure acts and blocking for Mackay to get free runs at the footy. And I, I can't say I noticed that being at Marvel Stadium yesterday, you know, in regards to Betts' yeah. game. But he said the commentators are getting around Betts a bit for that side to his game. And I'm sure, you know, that would be well received within the coaching department. 100%. Well, I don't know if you listen to Teague's press a bit. He said that. And yeah, uh, yeah I watched the replay and yeah, there was a lot I know. I think, I think Jones looked better on TV. Jones was magnificent. And he was that good at the game. <laughs> he dominated the airwaves. So 15 Jones. intercepts. Yeah, possessions. Yeah. Just unbelievable. Yeah, no, it, it was a crazy Liam Jones game. He was just... He just looked like he was going to mark everything that came at him. And I guess the two defensive plays that were under fire after last week were Jones and Plowman, and they responded terrifically. You know, they were so sound. Plowman was good as well. I mean, you didn't notice Michael Walters... No, and Plowman was... He kicked one goal, which was rubbish at the couple, beginning of the yeah. game. There was a free kick, and yeah, there was another one. But no, Plowman played really well. Uh, I want to quickly ask you, there's been a lot of talk, a lot of talk surrounding Patrick Cripps. He came out yesterday, and I just want to read you some stats. 34 it's- disposals, two goals, he had 11 clearances, 12 pressure acts, 10 score involvements. He had the six marks, the three tackles. I mean... That was a complete performance, wasn't it? Yeah. It was vintage Cripps. It was probably the first time in his career he's really been, you know, doubted and challenged as a player, you know, in yeah. terms of his on-field attributes. But, you know, Andrew Russell did say the 10-day break would do him well. And, and it did. He was unbelievable. He was unbelievable, Cripps. Yeah, he, he really shut up those doubters. And good to hear... Uh, I think they Kane Little mentioned that he was closing in on a five-year deal, which could be announced in the next couple of weeks, which is huge. Massive, given we had a really bad week off the field last week. Yeah. You know, and get a win on the board, get your captain signing for five years, turning his back on free agency and the go-home factor. Yeah, huge. Yeah, massive, massive. Talking about some trade, whilst we're on the topic of that, Lockie Fogarty, he is officially the bargain of the 2020 trade period. He has to be. He's playing very good footy, isn't and, he? And we we really doubted the club at the time. We weren't sure why they didn't go harder for Jack Higgins. I guess we were speaking of Zach Langdon, uh, maybe Nick Hine to a lesser extent. Who was, who was the other one? I can't remember last year. Uh, Stevenson. There were a couple of players in that similar mould of Fogarty that we thought maybe we should have targeted instead. But I think now we can see why they went after him. He is unbelievable. Three game. He's probably been our most consistent player this year outside of Sam Walsh. Yeah, you know he's been very good, Fogarty. He was just 
it's so important, those link players. And I guess it's it's the crew. It's Fogarty, Silvani, and Gibbons, those those half forwards. They're kicking... All three of them kicked a goal yesterday, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Um, they were getting the ball. They were massive. As in, it's such a crucial link to scoring, getting those yeah. three high, dynamic midfielders, half forwards, getting their hands in the footy. And he's still... I think he's 21 years old. I think he turned 22 during the week. Yeah. So, yeah. well, happy birthday to him, firstly, but... I mean, he's got such a bright future. Just reading through stats yesterday, he had 25 disposals at 80% efficiency. Uh, the eight score involvements, he kicked a goal. He had seven marks, seven tackles. Three of those marks are inside 50. Three clearances and five inside 50s, two rebound 50s. He's covering the ground. He's a two-way runner. He's a very, very good tackler. Yeah. Very good tackler. He's going to be a good player for us. It's very it's- Looks like a very shrewd piece of recruitment. Yeah, yeah. unbelievable. Uh, Ed Kerno, I thought he was sublime. Back in the guts. Yeah, he shut down Andy Brayshaw. Roughed him up a bit as well. Yeah, just he he just demolished him. Really, you didn't you didn't see Brayshaw. No, I didn't notice Brayshaw at all. Yeah, no, I didn't either. Uh, a couple of other special men. I I want to talk about Matt Cottrell. Yeah, this is an interesting one, Cottrell. See. He creates a selection headache because he comes in for Setterfield, who was a laid out with gastro, sort of had a bit of gastro on Saturday, uh, woke up Sunday morning, said he can't play. So Cottrell comes in. I thought he was brilliant. He played the wing better than Setterfield. Oh, absolutely. He's pressure. He's tackling. He's a two-way runner. He's intense, isn't he, Cottrell? Yeah, yeah. I, I wasn't sitting I, on... I don't reckon you'd want to line up against him on the wing. So I wasn't sitting on his wing. He was on the wing opposite so we were opposite, to where I yeah, was. Yeah, and I was yeah. on his wing. So I noticed him probably a bit more than you did. No, he was really good in the first half, especially Cottrell. He had, he had the four score involvements, three tackles, three marks, three inside 50s. He even had a clearance, 14 disposals at 70%. You know, he's not going out after that. I wouldn't have thought so. He won't. He's... I, I, I almost think that was his best game for the club. It's just someone playing for the jumper, I guess, playing for his spot. And he, you can tell, like, he's putting his body on the line. He doesn't care. Every time he goes near it. He has a serious crack, Cottrell. He was good. He does. He does. A uh, couple of other ones. Well, let's talk about the debutant, Luke Parks. Yes, interesting as well. Yeah, what do you think? I thought... I, I thought he was sound defensively. Yeah. I don't think he was exceptional. He definitely wasn't a liability. No, no. He definitely didn't stand out to be a poor player on the ground or anything like that. But no, he, he was, slotted he, he in was nicely. Sound. He, yeah, he, that's what he did. He slotted in nicely. It was seamless. He did. He probably defended better than what, you know, Williamson Had has been. the last mm. couple of weeks. So that, you know, um, list, that team selection move was justified, I think, playing Parks. And he's another one who's going to keep his spot, I think. I mean, no, I'd, I'd, I'd be rattled if they dropped him after that. No, they won't drop Park. I wouldn't have thought so. Took a big pack mark, which was beautiful yeah. on the wing that I was sitting on. Yes, he yeah, he, look, he looked good. No, no, he was good. Had the, the old two-hand ball drop. Yeah. At one stage. Yeah, no, he, that was a bit of nerves, I think. Coming that out of the, butchered <laughs> out of defense. Boy, boy, it was like a collective sigh. Yeah. When he's like, oh, God. <laughs> no, nah, but it was, it was no, nervy. He was, he, was, he, was, he was so fine. He wasn't an issue. No, not at all. Now, there, there weren't many issues, I guess. Well, we can get into the thumbs up, thumbs down if you've got any issues from yeah. the game. So let's get into that segment, thumbs up, thumbs down. Uh, I can't believe we've been recording for nearly 10 minutes and we haven't spoken about H. Yes. Seven goals, five behinds. He had 17 touches, the 13 score involvements, 10 marks, nine of them inside 50. Nine marks marks inside inside 50. 50. That is a lot. Uh, He had the three tackles. I thought he was... Well, that's obviously his best game for the club. Yeah, he's having a super start to the season, isn't he? Third in the Coleman. Third in the... Good shout for it. Yeah. Uh, It's a good shout for it. What what did you think of his performance? He was brilliant. I thought he was brilliant, Mackay. He looked likely every time the ball went to him. Um, he was he was brilliant. I think he knows his own game now. You know yeah, that was yeah. game fifty one. He knows his game, Mackay. I think he's now comfortable at the level. He knows how to put. You know he knows what he needs to do to play a good game. And, and I, I mean th- he's twenty three years old now, so it's taken a bit of time. But this is what well, it takes this time. is the age you expect these players to start hitting their straps. At, you know, 23, 24 for the key position players. I guess his development has been good. Eddie had would have been shaking if he kicked 10 yesterday. Yeah. Oh, and he could have as well. 
Yeah, he missed some sodas. He's kicking his horrible. <laughs> oh, okay. He's well, he kicked seven five. He had six, twelve seven, scoring shots. Yeah, and he, I think Richmond. What did he have? Two goals, three or four or something. So he's two, looking, four. He's having a lot of and then, scoring. And then was it four two against yeah, Collingwood? So like he's, he's gonna have a big year. Age. Yeah, oh, he's hitting the scoreboard in a big way. It's massive. How how good is it for us to have like a genuine focal point though up forward, like a, a genuine target? And it also just means now that like if and when Charlie comes back. You know, we've now got another player who has actually proven himself at the level that can compete just as well. Yeah. Uh, but thumbs up, thumbs down. Do you want to kick us off with one? Well, we I guess that was the first one, yeah. H, but and that was a big thumbs up. Do you have any more thumbs ups? Well, I think we've also gone this long into the show and Sam Walsh. Yes. Yes. He's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> so is that the most possessions he's ever had in a game yeah i'm pretty sure 37 at 75 percent as well i mean that's unbelievable he's a freak he only had i he's mean he's a freak when you're getting the ball 37 times you'd expect a couple of clangers that was he game had, he only had five nah, he's a like he's a gun he's yeah he at the moment he'd be in my rolling all australian team yeah he's having a big year there's there, there, there won't be too many better one two punches going around than crips and walsh no, there won't be. Uh, some of his are... Uh, Walsh is just electric. He's so reliable. So he's had the 37, nine score involvements. He had three goal assists, the three marks, four tackles, eight inside 50s, five clearances. I mean, these are some special numbers. And it almost, you know, you almost have to start asking the question, is he almost now... I know Cripps had a huge game yesterday... But I think something was Kane Corn said it a couple of weeks ago that Walsh has overtaken him. Has he potentially overtaken him? I still him? don't think so because I still think Cripps is when Cripps plays his best footy, it's more yeah game breaking than Walsh. Yeah, no, well, it is. Yeah, so he's been. From he's, an opposition, I think he's more consistent. No, he he is definitely a quarter his, to quarter. His game last to game. how many games we play us at year seventeen? His yeah. last twenty games, he's been better than Patrick Cripps. Yeah, for sure. It's oh, it's it's scary when they're both playing well. Can we talk about the elephant in the room? <laughs> we've, yeah. been, we've been too positive for too long. P down. Well, well, last week we were too negative for too long. No, I know, so. I know, I know. We've got to have a balance. Um, P down. Yeah, I mean, what's crazy is I don't think he'll get dropped. Oh, did you listen to the press conference? No. See, Teague speaks of him in the same breath as Cripps and Walsh. Oh. When he speaks of the midfield, he says, Cripps, Walsh, Dow. Come on. I don't know. I it's mean, Cripps, Walsh, Williams. How dangerous did we look when the three of them were going at it? I don't know. I look at I look at Dow's stats yesterday. So he played full-time mid. I mean, so was, I thought, was he running with, I thought he was running with Mundy. Looked as if he stoppages. was a little bit. Uh, he had the 11 touches at 65 percent one mark do you have um, his heat map up there three tackles and inside 50 rebound 50 I mean I don't know initially after the game I said well you know if you, if someone's making way for someone like Stocker it's Dow uh, 100% like that's, how many that's weeks, a change how many weeks do I have to sit here and you know we have to put up with that Come on, he's so not up to the level, the way no, he's playing. I, I agree, I, but it's such We're a, almost doing him an injustice playing him. Yeah, I mean, uh, I don't know. I He just has... He has me confused. I don't get it. I don't get it. He shouldn't be in the team. No, I agree. You can't gift games. He should not be in the team. You can't gift games. And he's, at the moment, not up to it. And you speak about that midfield group. When we get Williams, Walsh, and Cripps in the middle together, it is the best balance of inside and outside games yeah. going out because they can all do both. Them, it's multidimensional. Oh, it's brilliant. There was, a, I think, the third quarter, they were walking. We got a bit beaten early, but third quarter, the three of them were walking it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, can and, we even, talk- and even Pittonet, as in, gee, well, we had- I'm, I'm not sure if this Fremantle podcast going around, but I'd like to hear them speak about Sean Darcy. He's... Yeah. Whoa. He's hopeless. Pit and net. 
And he Pitternet was clearly the best ruckman on the ground. There's oh, he's. No I mean, it. Sean Darcy. I think it was his first year. He was looking awesome. He, you know, he he actually got in the way for Fremantle yesterday. He, the, I, I don't know what his attributes are. Pitternet was good. He was good. He had 16 disposals, Pitternet. You know, he played 75%. well. 75%. That was definitely his best game of the year. Ha- hang on. He had eight score involvements and five clearances as well. Oh, I thought he played well. Yeah. I mean, that was probably his best game of the year. Uh, a quick thumbs down from me before I get to a quick thumbs up. The thumbs down, Levi Casbolt's performance. Well, he's in the same boat as Dow. So how long till he gets dropped, really? I just think... There's a guy who's been sub three weeks in a row now who deserves a crack, and that's Oscar McDonald. And hang on, I, just quickly, I love how they got him involved in, yes. the, in the team song. Yeah, that was nice. awesome. Because he, he played his role in round one. Or counts as a game. He's yeah. played all three games. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but seriously, Oscar McDonald. I was sitting behind the bench. He could have come, come have a beer with me during the game. <laughs> he needs Those to come in for beers that Eddie had. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you agree? He yeah. needs to come in for Levi? Or if not McGovern. Yep. I don't mind both of them, to be honest. Next, Well, next week, Gold Coast are going to be very, very undersized. So, mm. I uh, think McGovern has to play, actually. Yeah, McGovern's got to play next week. Yeah. Uh, a little thumbs up would have to be... I was, I was going to... Oh, s- actually, we have to... S- How good was Jack Silvani? Well, he was the one. He was... But- He's not a little thumbs up. He was he's exceptional. A big, he was he's exceptional a big thumbs yesterday. up. He doesn't lose one-on-ones. He's slowly doesn't becoming... He's he, almost one of our most important players. He's very... Oh, he was very good. Like, yesterday. he's getting 18 disposals as well. He just... Oh, he, he he was very, very good, Sylvain. 10 score involvements. He had a couple tackles, couple marks, couple inside 50s, a goal assist. Probably top two games he's played for the club. I think he had a game against Melbourne in 2019 when he was really good. I was going to say, the back yeah. end of 2019, I think against Frio in 2019 as yeah, well. Yeah, we went on five. Yeah, yeah, yeah he but was huge. He was exceptional yeah. yesterday, Silvani. No, he was awesome. Uh, another one that I wanted to give a thumbs up to was Michael Gibbons. Yeah. So he played a lot more midfield yesterday than we've seen. He wasn't really in the team pre-season. No, and he, oh, he's clearly in the 20. He's, he's in our top 15, if not top 10. Right. 24 disposals yesterday, which would almost have to be close to the most he's had since he's joined the club. Uh, he went at 70%, kicked a goal, seven score involvements, eight marks, two tackles, five inside 50s and three clearances. That's the game that I want to see him play every week is that game where he actually runs through the middle as well as the flanks. No, he was good. Uh, those guys were brilliant. Mm-hmm. The Gibbon, Silvani, Fogarty mix. And I think you can chuck Murphy in Murphy, there as well. Yeah. Murphy played well yesterday. Shows how far yeah. I've come that Murphy's the weakest of those four. Yeah, it does. I know he didn't get a lot of touches yesterday, Murphy, but he still... He wasn't. I didn't think he was an issue. Well, he was the kick inside 50, and he hit up uh, H a couple of times. Kicked a nice goal as well. Gee, my voice is rusty today. Yeah, oh, I'm yeah. the same. I'm the... Well, we were shouting a lot yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Saad thoughts on his game I, I love Saad I, I think he's I think he's so class he was a little bit more erratic with his ball use yesterday he probably overdid it a couple of times but he does that As in, I think we've got to expect that with Saad no, yeah, you have to. Like, I've got Saad's brilliant Saad changes the way we play we look for him a lot yeah oh, well you want the ball in his hands and he's unpredictable I don't even think he knows what's going to happen <laughs> I agree he is a walking heart attack as in it's sometimes just like, oh, we're just But this it. is the difference. No, it's so he's, great. He's chaos, and so is Williamson. Saad's good chaos. In the first two rounds, Williamson was bad chaos. For sure. But last year, Williamson was good chaos. Yeah. So you need those players in your team. No, no, I've got... Oh, Saad's a great player. Uh, Nunes, awesome. Just keeps on keeping on, doesn't he, Nunes? He's so good. It's nuts. 82%, 82% disposal efficiency yesterday. I mean, you can't really ask for more. He had 24 possessions, nine score involvements, kicked a goal, eight marks. He takes a lot of marks around the ground, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. Hasn't his, the career, flow. hasn't his career had like a second wind? Well, I mean, he's he's in our top 10. He's, he's been really, really good, Nunes. Uh, I think we've almost... Cut, oh, there's two players who we haven't really spoken about who I want to speak about. And the first one's the skipper. Sam Doherty. And 
I mean, you look at his game yesterday, and he had 28 disposals and went at 85% efficiency, 12 marks, 6 score involvements. But is it crazy to say that I just didn't think he was that amazing on the day? Oh, yeah. He does make a f- he does make more errors than what he used to, Doherty. But I just I, think- I thought he was, you know what? And that's where Parks probably comes in. You get that extra tall, because Parks is what, 192? Yeah. That extra tall probably allows Doherty to play a little bit looser. Yeah. I thought, I thought Doherty was fine. Uh, yeah, I mean, he was obviously fine. He yeah. was probably better than fine. I just, yeah, he was. I just think, like, I'm just dying to see a Sam Doherty game pre he pre the two knees. Like, we haven't really seen it since last year against Essendon. Do you reckon it's harder for those games to occur, given the ball movement's just so quick coming in nowadays? Is it harder to set up like that? I don't know, like... As in, Doherty took a couple huge grabs yesterday, yeah. which were important. A couple yeah. intercept marks. I liked his game. But, like, that genuine goalkeeper role that he used no, to play. I know, I know. I'd love to see that come back. I, can, we and if not, to keep, can you afford to have someone just literally staying behind the ball and letting and getting an out number up the ground? Can we afford to do that now? Well, I guess we used to do that, and we just don't do that anymore. Well, we used to, under Bolton, I guess, because we knew there was going to be such an avalanche scored against us, we'd sit back. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's an interesting point you bring up. Maybe the game plan doesn't suit him as much as it used to. Maybe not. But then do you think of maybe putting him on a wing? Yeah. Oh, I was thinking, I just don't know if there's any need for him to go into the middle. I don't know. Like, like do we need Sam? Plays- it, it would be interesting to see Sam Doherty play a game in the middle. I think he'd be pretty good. Yeah. It'd be very interesting. Yeah. Oh, he's an interest. Like, I just think... As good as he was yesterday, I'm just crying out for one of those, you know, 2017. It's Sam probably right Dockery now. Games. He's a B grader rather than an A grader. Yeah, that's probably fair. He's not going to make the Australian team the way he's playing. No, no. But he's a very suitable player. Yeah, yeah. And the other one I wanted to speak about was Petrovsky Seaton. Yeah. Uh, he had more of the football yesterday. He had 20 touches and. Went at ninety five percent efficiency, but there are a lot of little dinky kicks, a lot of yeah. short ones. Uh, insane. He, he doesn't break a lot of lines by foot. But I thought he, I thought, I thought he was okay as well. Petrovsky said. No, did I mean, he? Had, he had a lot of it late, if I'm not mistaken. A lot of junk time. Oh yeah, I thought he had a lot of it late. But yeah, I mean, it's just an interesting one with him because, like, I mean, who did he play on yesterday? I get confused between the Schultzes and the Swikowskis and the Fredericks and they all just... Yeah. Fredericks actually big boys. More Swikowski, Schultz, those guys. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Who didn't do much at all. Schultz, I like Schultz. Oh, Schultz is a good player. But yeah, no, Petrovsky Seedon, uh, he had seven touches in the last yeah. quarter and then five, five and three. So yeah, I mean... he was. I thought he was solid. Yeah. Yeah, I think we've pretty much covered, you know... All the players. If you had to go with 3-2-1 from yesterday, who are you going? Well, I think there's a clear top three being Jones, Mackay, and one of... Cripps and Walsh. Yeah. Well, not a clear... There's a clear top four, I should say. Yeah. Uh, I would go... You probably think I'm nuts. Oh, I'm going to cop for saying this. I feel like Jones was better than H. Jones was... Yeah, no, I've heard a lot of people say that. Jones was exceptional. Like, if Jones... If defend... Like, if Jones... He obviously didn't kick seven goals, but he probably saved more than seven goals. Jones I, Jones was... Phenomenal. I'm going Jones 3H2 and Cripper 1. I mean, it's nuts that Walsh had 37 and he's not even... I know. ...getting a mention here, but... I know. I'm going the same three players. I'm going Mackay, Cripps, Jones. So you giving Jones 1? It's tough. They were all very good. <laughs> it's tough. They were pretty horrible, Frio. We, yeah, I, I they, thought, they stink. Like, I, cause I didn't think we, we... We just... We still lose concentration a bit. You know, we got 60 points up third quarter, considered three on the run. We <sighs> just... I, I just think... I, and I, we never looked like we were losing yesterday. It was very... Yeah. It was a very comfortable day at the footy. We will never... The result was never an issue. But I just think if we kind of play with that tempo a bit against really good opposition... We'll get, that's, we'll get run you over. You can see why we get scored against so easily. You can still see it. Yeah. yeah. Even the first quarter, we looked a bit, oh, boy. Like, wake up a bit. 
Yeah, and I think the difference is this year will probably beat the worst teams. It happened quickly more convincingly. as well. Yesterday happened quickly. Yeah, in oh, the we, second quarter. Yeah, we just shot up to a big lead. But I mean, in recent years, like we'll beat a couple good teams, lose to a couple bad teams. I think this year it'll very much be that we beat all we of the bottom eights. Like we beat who we should, and probably lose to who we should as well. Yeah, and then a couple of even matchups will go either way. You know, that's fair enough. And we've seen that so far this season. Uh, but very quickly, a couple stats of the week. Uh, we had 111 more disposals than Fremantle yesterday. How many, sorry? 111 more disposals. Yeah. That is a sh- that We were is all a over. Shrug. I was very disappointed with Freo, to be honest. As I, I'm speaking neutrally now, they were rubbish. 21 more inside 50s. Yeah, they barely had. I've second and they wouldn't have had many second and third quarters. 14 more clearances. Yeah, no, we smashed them. We smashed them everywhere. Yeah, we had 40 more marks. It was definitely their worst performance <clears throat> under Justin Longmuir. Yeah, yeah. In saying that, they still had more tackles than us. That's, that's 15 right. more tackles. Weed more of the ball. Yeah, that, well, that's, that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't think of it like that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Should we quickly uh, run over some of the Twitter questions? Yeah. So, but yeah, just before we do that, I think we can agree that we we probably looked... I mean, that was probably our best performance since the first half of last year. Yeah. Definitely, yeah. It was just comfortable. So we, did, we, we once we again, I, don't, we I think we only won two or three games in the second half of last yeah. year. We don't get that. We only won one of the last... Five. Yeah. We don't get comfortable wins like that often. No, no, no. Where we, we, we cruised yesterday. Yeah, we did. Uh yeah, let's run through some of the Twitter questions. So we put it out this Actually, morning. Before we start Twitter, sorry, I was thinking about this pre game yesterday. And if any listeners out there know the answer to this, I'd love to know it, because I actually don't know the answer. That's why I'm asking. Is there a reason why we haven't given Cade Simpson and Matthew Cruiser? Like a farewell lap at the ground yet. We've had two home games now. You would have thought there'd be like an official sending off for them in Melbourne. You would have thought it would have been against Collingwood, Collingwood. last week. I thought it, I saw Cruiser before the game yesterday and I thought... Because I saw Port Adelaide do it for Eben and Westhoff last week. Mm. I would have thought Carlton would be straight on the front foot and doing something for Simpson. All I could think is possibly... Maybe they do round Actually, six. Actually, Simpsons, Simpsons. Simpsons part of the AFLW fold, isn't he? Yeah. Oh, so maybe just a clash in terms of commitments on the weekend. Hasn't seen him able yeah. to get to the games. Well, oh, no, they're, they're done. They're done, yeah. I don't know. It's weird. Is it not weird? I think it's weird. Yeah. If anyone I, has I, the answer yeah, to that, I we'd love about to know. It. I thought about it yesterday. I'm like, hmm. Yeah, that is. Yeah. That should have been done in round two. Yeah. That's when it should have been done. Collingwood, Thursday night at the G. First home game. Maybe they're waiting until attendance goes back to 100%. I think everyone that wants to go can go. I don't know. Maybe we'll give the club a ring and ask them. (laughs) I'd rather not wait on hold. Um. (laughs) All right, let's head over to the Twitter questions. We put it forward to you, Bluebaggers. Once again, as I say every week, if we don't get to your question, it's probably either been answered already or we it's been posted after we've recorded but we'll get to as many as we possibly can first one from adrian jasara uh he said how do we bottle that intensity and be that aggressive for all of our games and can we back it up this week against the gold coast we should be beating the gold coast we should be we should i think i think we play very similar brands of football we should uh but yeah i mean how do we bottle that up and do it we every go again. week. Six day break. Just, just got to be hard at it. Yeah, yeah. Tim D. Phillips says, "Great win, boys. I thought we controlled the game. One thought. I think I'd prefer Gibbons as our next man into the midfield group. Dow to drop out and get some confidence in the twos until he's ready to go again. He's just not up to it yet. No issues with that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's not up to it. No, and I'm not picking on him. It's just I've been on this for so long, and he's just." He's not proving me wrong. No. He's proving me more right as the week goes goes by. And I think you... I mean, you want to be proven wrong. Like, yeah, I like being correct. But here I want to be wrong. And 
Yeah, I think I think you've been so hot on him because you just you you almost just want it. You want to see it. You want to see him just come out and do something. Yeah. <laughs> uh, John S. This is a great tweet. We need to see what Stockart can bring to the side. I agree. Do we replace Dow and bring him in? I loved what Cottrell and Parker brought to the side. Passion and commitment. I agree. Uh, great tweet there. Yeah, I mean, I'd love to see Stocker in the I'd team. Love to see and, I, and as I keep saying, don't bring him in and play him in the back line. Bring him in. And, I mean, here's my theory. If Dow can play so many midfield minutes every week, why can't Liam Stocker? Like, I I'm sorry. I don't want to see him come in and get shoved into the back line or up forward. I want to see him in the middle. Yeah, he's not going to be any worse. It's the same as like Kemp. When they eventually play Kemp, don't play him in the back line. Don't play him up forward. Just chuck him in the middle. Like so he's, he's a midfielder, yeah? Kemp, I yeah. I saw him yesterday walking around. He's massive. He is massive. He's enormous and he has been... I know last year he trained with the defensive group all year. He's huge. But yeah, he's, he'll be a midfielder. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. The prototype. <laughs> Liam Stocker... Put him in the midfield next week against the Gold Coast. That's all I want to see. Yeah. Uh, Eoan Morton says, boys, let us know what you think about H kicking for goal. I love the bloke, but simply can't watch it. I'd like to hear you have a chat about Cottrell as well. I thought his game was great. Uh, Cottrell was great. He just fights like a dog. Um, Mackay, I don't really care if he's snapping as long as he's... He obviously is more comfortable doing that. Mm. And if he's going to kick goals, he's going to kick goals. But his kicking is... It's not great. The yeah. issue is, like, when Mackay and Casbolt might be inside 50, it's like... It's like a whole other game of watching him have a shot. Mm. Do you get what I mean? Yeah, I get what you mean. Uh, Kandau says, Selection dilemma. Do we bring in a Mitch McGovern for Levi to counteract the Gold Coast pace or keep trying to run him into form? Personally, I'm a little weary of, the, of their pace. The balance will be pivotal to the end result. Hmm. Interesting. Because Gold Coast, it was a quick game that game last on Friday night, Gold Coast Adelaide. Mm. And I, Gold, Gold Coast weren't the better team, but just hung around for as long as they could. Yeah. So it's, it's going to be, they're a weird matchup, the Gold Coast. They are. They're not particularly great in any position on the ground. Well, should we talk about team changes? Yeah. We'll get back to these Twitter questions, by the way. Stand by. But team changes, Bolt, you're the coach. What are you doing? I'm going McGovern, Stocker, Fidel, Casbolt. As simple well, as that? Maybe Setterfield and... Okay. It's a tough one. The Setterfield slash Stocker. Mm. Maybe Setterfield. Mm. It's, it's a tough one, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it is. Uh, oh, that's really tough. Maybe I'd actually go Setterfield. One last roll of the dice. Oh, well, not one last. Relax. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. In terms of before, yeah, you know, yeah, he's yeah. actually omitted. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm going... I, oh, my head and my heart are telling me They're different things. They're both 50-50s. Casbolt, McDonald, and then McGovern. Stocker... Sorry, McGovern, McDonald, and then Stocker, Setterfield. I... Okay, I'm going to back my head in here. My heart's telling me not to say this, but I think I would probably drop Eddie. Yeah. Like, they won't. They won't because they've spoken so much about how his pressure acts were huge for us and how he, you know, cleared the way for Mackay. But at the end of the day, he's kicked the one goal. It's not he a only bad four thing touches. either that he probably takes the best small defender still. No, it isn't a bad thing. I don't know, because like I'd bring in Setterfield and Stocker for down bets and then go yeah. McGovern or yeah, McDonald yeah. for Casbolt. Yeah. But then it's like, who do you... Who plays in Betts' position? Because Setterfield and Stocker both aren't that player. We, I, nah, I'd keep Betts because we prefer it probably Gibbons mean, it probably mean, the ground. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, it would probably mean Gibbons slips up forward. Interesting team changes. Yeah, nice. No, so at the end of the day... At the end of the day... Yeah, it would probably be the same as you. It's one of Stocker and Setterfield for Down, one of McDonald and McGovern for Casbolt. Uh, Yeah, it's very interesting. 
Anyone else that you think might be on the chopping board? No, I wouldn't have thought so. Yeah, I wouldn't have thought so either. But let's get back to the Twitter questions. There's one that's come through here from Euan Morton. He says, also, Levi threw his weight around. Awesome to see the Dockers getting up sore and ginger from the contest. There's more to footy than kicks and marks. Yeah. So, I mean, what do you think of that call regarding Casbolt? I don't know. I just think with Casbolt, we need an aerial presence. I think first and foremost. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. Like, it's all well and good to do the other stuff, but at the end of the day, he's there to kick goals. He's there to clunk marks. He's there to be a genuine second option in the absence of Kerno McGovern. Yeah. And he hasn't been doing that no. the first three weeks. No, he hasn't been. Uh, next one from Nathan Olver says, uh, where to now for Murphy? Surely we aren't in a position anymore to carry him to 300 games. I actually thought he was all right. Like, I, I didn't have an issue with Murphy's game this week. I've got a lot of time for Mark Murphy, and I just think there's, there are bigger issues at Carlson than Mark Murphy right now. I agree. If, if we drop Mark Murphy, and let's say we bring in David Cunningham, which is the seemingly like the seeming like for like, or Matt Kennedy, mm. they probably won't be kidding. It'll be Cunningham. They're pretty similar. Yeah. What is Cunningham going to do that Murphy can't? Well, I guess people would be saying defend, which we saw a little bit of last year, but I don't think Cunningham's disposal is anywhere near as good as Murphy's. No, I'm playing Murphy. We saw Cunningham... I think the game I remember from last year was against Port Adelaide when Cunningham defended... I can't remember who he played on, but he played a perfect defensive forward role. It could have maybe been on Burn Jones, where he played an awesome game and took one of Port's defenders out of the game. But nah, like, it was Bulldogs on Eastern Wood. Yes, yes. Yeah. And then he sort of played a similar role against Port, but you're right. It was yeah. Eastern Wood. Yeah, you've hit the nail on the head there. Uh, I guess Cunningham, he's, he's better defensively, but Murphy's better with the ball in hand. No question. Uh, Anthony Villela sorry, says, uh, where do you see Stocker fitting into our side? Could he be a direct replacement for Dow against Gold Coast? Well, we've said that. Yeah, 100%. That, that's what we think. Uh, where do you see him fitting into our side? Bolt, where do you see to see him in our side? I think like a midfielder rotating with a halfback flanker. So whether mm. that's... We don't really have a rotation that does that. A lot of our midfield rotations occur forward of the ball. Yeah, so maybe well, all could, of them do. So maybe you could get that rotation going if Setterfield's going to come back into the mix. But I guess we're sitting here thinking we can't fit Stocker and Setterfield into the team together. Mm. So I'm just not sure whether there is a genuine defensive midfield rotation. My Something that sprung to mind, does he maybe rotate with petrevsky Seden? I don't think he can, because Petrovsky Seedon's role is a shutdown defender, so I don't think he can, no. but but maybe. Yeah, no, I, I wouldn't have thought so. Yeah. I think if Stocker comes in, he's going to have to play behind the ball. I want him in the middle. I don't want him behind... I don't want him playing defense. Like, why bring a midfielder in to not play in the midfield? I don't know, as in, he might run on the ball, but I just don't think... I don't think he's going to be attending 15 center bounces. Mm. Carl says when McGovern comes back into the side who makes way only thing saving Levi is that we need him to chop out in the ruck Silvani can't get dropped based on his efforts so far this year well Silvani Silvani's locked in the team he's not even close to uh, being a fringe player I'm so happy with how Silvani played on Sunday oh he was so good uh, but yeah I mean it is probably Levi who makes way for McGovern yep uh, and I guess the only thing stopping McGovern from coming to the side over like a McDonald is the fact that McDonald can provide that uh, chop out in the ruck. Correct. Which is a big one because if Casbolt going out means we don't have someone giving Pitonet a chop out in the ruck. That's going to be McDonald then over McGovern. Agreed. They're both not great. Oh, McGovern's not going to ruck, but McDonald's not a great second ruck option, but they might be able to, this week, so Wits won't play against the Gold Coast. We might be able to get away with it. Zach Smith's not playing. Well, hang on, the goal, um, one of our good mates, his brother, is big Gold Coast, and he was telling me the five tallest players on their list all aren't fit. Five so of the five of the top six, and the so, one's Ben King. So it's going to be, well, they're not going to ruck Ben King. It's going to be Burgess and Caleb Graham rucking for the Gold okay. Coast. So we can get away with that. Yeah. 
if but we play. So let's say you only play Pitonet and then you bring in McGovern for Casbolt, but not McDonald. Who provides the chop out for for Pitonet? Is it maybe H? I was going to say Jones. I also thought Jones. That's what I was thinking, but I don't think we can. I, I don't think you can do Jones or H. Well, there's that- not much outside Ben King forward of the ball because there's no Sam Day either. True, it probably is Jones. I don't, I don't mind getting him more, in, in more, more around cue the ball. The, cue the Benny Hill music when Liam Jones is rucking against Caleb Graham. <laughs> Let's move on. Ligon Street End says, we have to get McDonald, Stocker and Kennedy into the team. By the way, great name. Ligon Street End. A bit say. of a throwback. Uh, yeah, he says, we have to get McDonald, Stocker and Kennedy into the team. Some older underperforming players must make room while retaining recent inclusions. I'll let you figure it out. See, I mean, we've spoken about this. Stocker and McDonald are the two who are right in the frame. Neither of us have Kennedy coming in, but I'd like to see Kennedy again at the same time. I think we, we will see him at some point. Mm. I'd like Stocker to see him. Stocker have a- first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree with that. Pete Rogers says, Lucky Fogarty appreciation tweet, and Luke Parks looks like he will be a solid player for us. I love his want to compete on the ground or in the air. Yep, that's a good tweet. Yep. Uh, and yeah, obviously, Lucky Fogarty, we're loving him at the moment. Uh, Baz, Paul Barbaza, he says, where's all the knockers now? Coach sacked, assistant sacked, players sacked, board sacked, boot starter sacked, development coaches sacked. Please, it's just round three. Baz? Well, I'm still calling for the boot starter's head. <laughs> but I'm still calling for his head. Um, but... <laughs> oh, look. It's one win. We're one and two. You know, mm. we'll take it as it comes. Yes. Uh, it, was, it was a win that the club needed. We absolutely. had to get ourselves out of the headlines. Mm. Do I still think our game plan's a bit flawed? I do. But we got to win. And David Teague's got a pretty tidy winning percentage as Carlton coach. Yeah. yeah. You know, when you compare it to Bolton and Pagan and... Malthouse and... Michael Malthouse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wilson says, does Gov come in for Kaz? Talking about Levi Casbolt. I thought Casbolt did a lot of physical work without hitting the scoreboards. That's actually the second person who's pointed that out. But, for instance, it's like Mikhail was playing on Brennan Cox yesterday. Mm. He's going to come up against a pretty good defender, Sam Collins. Best and fairest winner. If Mikhail's shut down, we can't have Casbolt being in the team for physical presence. No. We need goals. No, yeah, you're right. Yeah. I mean, I agree. Yeah, like it's, that's not enough. It's great that he's doing it, and I think it, we, it, 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 that should be a bonus to his game. I was going to say rather than the course of his game. Yeah, hundred percent. Bill Ziskos says, "How about playing SPS in Zach Williams's role and Zach Williams playing SPS's role? I think we'd get more from both players if they switched roles." I completely disagree. Yeah, I I have to say I disagree as well. Uh, I get where you're coming from, Bill. Zach Williams is a bull. Yeah, no, I, I mean, feeds we, the, we, didn't get him, we didn't get him, feeds in, the ball we didn't get him into play a back pocket. I, as in, I understand it. No, I, I understand I where I he's coming from. I don't from. get the obsession with Petrovsky seed and playing midfield. No, I mean... I don't get it. I, I get why people would think it, because we, we drafted him as a midfielder, but I think we've slowly realized he's just not good enough. And once again, it's not necessarily a bad thing. Like, if we found a position for him outside the midfield that he's playing well in, which I think I think we have. I mean, this is clearly his position going forward. Like, I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing. I just think people have got to realise, like, he's not a midfielder anymore. He's he a defender. Have, he would have played his first 60 games as a midfielder high half forward. Probably his first season and a half more high half forward. 20, but- 2017, 2018, and the first 20 games of 2019, he, he wasn't playing the role he's playing now. No, so he was he, a pure mid. Um, he's trialed and tested there. Mm. Mm. You know, he, he would not be able to do what Zach Williams can do in there. No, no. We're a f- like they're in, they're we're in, they're in a different galaxies. And we spoke about it last week, that element of intimidation, that element of fear. Well, Williams, Walsh, and Cripps in the middle is that element of fear. Absolutely. 
Uh, speaking of the midfield, Adam King says, Dow lacked composure. Does he go out for Stocker, who apparently looked good? Now, we've spoken about this, and that's what we've suggested, but you've said there he apparently looked good. I want to quickly run through the VFL team, Bolt, uh, and thank you for this question, Adam, because it's brought up uh, something we should address. So we played Williamstown on Saturday, Bolt, in the VFL, yep. uh, another one of those practice games. Now, When's the VFL starting? Yeah, it's now I feel like we've, I feel like we've had a month of practice games. Yeah, it's now around three. Well, they've got that new competition True. tied in with the NEFL. Got to be this week. Sure. Yeah, I hope this week. I'll so very quickly, VFL, 12 Carlton-listed players competed uh, for the Carlton Reserves. Those were Lockie O'Brien, Matt Kennedy, Oscar McDonald, Mitch McGovern, Liam Stocker, David Cunningham, Corey Durden, Tom Williamson, Sam Ramsey, Sam Philp, my boy, Josh Honey, and Matt Owies. Now, a quick wrap-up. Uh, doesn't start for another two weeks. That's crazy. Quick wrap-up. Mitch McGovern kicked three goals in two and a half quarters, which was fantastic to see. Cunningham, Owies, Honey, and Stocker all kicked two each. Kennedy, McDonald, and O'Brien kicked one each. Uh, so there was only one non-Carlton-listed player that kicked a goal. For that side on the weekend, we beat Williamstown by 25 points. Yeah, Stocker's had a huge day. I think he had a lot of possessions and kicked the two goals from the midfield. So from what I heard, he was best to field. Uh, one of our mates was at the game and gave me a little bit of a rundown. He said, Williamson got quite a bit of the pill, but didn't necessarily dispose of it very well. And he indicated he saw him go to the bench and got a bit of strapping on his thumb or his hand or something, so may have had a little bit of an injury there. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's going to be interesting. I, I think Williamson's... He's, he's got a bit of a task ahead of him now to get back into the 22. Yeah, he does. Like, he's going to have to have a blinder. He's going to have to have a couple... He's going to probably have to put in... He's going which to have is crazy to, to say have now. To defend. It's crazy to say now, but he's going to have to put in a month of solid form in the VFL to get back in, isn't he? Probably. And I think... I, and Marchbank coming back doesn't help him and either. And Newman will have to go through reserves as well. Mm, he'll, maybe. Go through, he'll, he'll go through the twos. Well, one game, depending on how he see goes. See how he goes. But yeah, uh, good to see Honey's first game back after suffering an injury kick two goals. Uh, there's been a couple of people actually, I saw scrolling through these replies early, who want to see Honey considering Fisher and Martin are out. Thoughts on that? If, if like Silvani goes down or something like that, he might be next in. Yeah. But like, would you rather him or Kennedy? Is that like third tall? Well, you'd, of- you'd rather Kennedy, but you'd also rather- Don't mind see, Honey. Yeah. yeah, you'd rather see, you know, the young one, maybe see Kennedy in the midfield rather. Uh, Tracy Reed says, many great contributors, very happy. How good was Jonesy? Harrison, are your anxiety levels good now? I hope you are back to smiling. Tracy, we are smiling 100% in the studio right now. I can confirm. I don't know if your anxiety levels are gone, but they've improved. <laughs> yeah, neither that. It just makes everything good this week. I you have can, a good I week can, after I can win. go to work with a spring in my step. <laughs> you know, I can, I can talk about the football with other people this week. I can watch the footy shows. Without having to hear that Patrick Cripps is signing for 12 years at West Coast. And <laughs> it's good. It's and yes, good. Jonesy was very, very, very good. Jonesy's always. Uh, Deb the Bruce says, how good can Big H be? Well, let's get him the Coleman medal this year. Yeah. He's only behind Josh Bruce, who... And Tex. Yeah, and Tex. So he'll... Nature will take its course and he'll overtake Bruce next week. Hopefully. Um, <laughs> and then... Texas is an interesting one. I should just put money on him to win the Brownlow. It's a cash out option bet. Because I think his <laughs> odds will say. come in. His odds will come in. So then you'll cash out eventually. He's probably the best player going around in the comp right now, isn't that he? That is just such an irresponsible bet. <laughs> I was going to say, what are you doing? But Mackay, how good can Mackay be? As in, we saw Charlie Dixon come from nowhere last year, finish second in the Coleman mm. All-Australian centre-half forward. You know, why not? Yeah. With H. Yes. You know, Cameron hasn't played yet. Tom Lynch is... Hasn't been great. No, Hawkins hasn't done much, so mm. why not, H? I agree. Ashley Warren, this is an awesome tweet. He says, I hope Cottrell stays in the team with Nunes on one wing and him on the other. It just gives us the running power that we lack when Setterfield is playing. So I 100% agree with that. 
I think Setterfield should still play though, just not on the wing. Yes. I've, I mean, I'm all for Setterfield playing. Yeah. No, he's definitely in our best 22. Uh, another one from Baz, he says, longest 10 days between rounds two and three. Boy, was it exhausting. Well, it was. We just got absolutely... We copped a lot of heat. Yeah, copped a lot of heat for 10 straight days. Uh, Lechdog uh, says, did our defenders redeem themselves? Did Plowman's performance justify not dropping him after last week? Yeah. Well, as I said, I didn't really see much of Mick Walters. I think the rubbish first goal that he kicked through that umpiring decision. And then I think I can't even remember the second goal he kicked, but... Yeah, I, I, I always think if I don't see Plowman's opponent that much, he's probably had a good game, and that was the case this week. And I actually gave him... <laughs> a lot of people have been... He took 10 marks. We, can I just say, we cop it for this best and fairest leaderboard every week. <laughs> we cop it, and Honestly. it's fair. We You know, we open ourselves to I t- it. I turn my Twitter notifications <laughs> off. <laughs> no, we cop it, and it's fair. I mean, we want that. We want the feedback. I, look, I, I didn't want to bring this up. We did nail the top three in order last year of the podcast Best and Fairest. Yeah. We did nail the old Walsh. No, we had to go Weedering Walsh Kerno. Yeah. And we nailed it in order as well. Yeah. Uh, so I think we back in our system. Our sy- Just for those who, you know, see it on Twitter, maybe listening to the show for the first time, we go through every player on the day and we give them a rating out of 10. That's how we do it. And then we combine the votes. And then we combine our two votes and we get a leaderboard. The way I do it, I look at the player, I say, out of 10, how well did he play his role on the day? And that's why sometimes you might get a player, like in round one, I thought Plowman played his role better than Walsh did. I thought Walsh was the better player on the day. But in terms of their role, I just felt Plowman sort of couldn't have really done more. So I gave him more than Walsh in round one. I guess that's maybe a little flaw on my end, but it worked out last year. So I'm going to keep doing it. But yeah, for those who maybe don't understand how the uh, how the system works, that's how we do it. Uh, but yeah, we've been copying it. And I'm <laughs> just for those who don't like Plowman, I've given him seven this week. I thought he was oh, pretty I did, good. I did the same. Seven, seven as well? Yeah. Okay, so at least I'm not alone there. Uh, Darren Hodge says, I think we'll be unchanged, excluding any injuries that pop up between now and next week. I think with travel, plus having only played two and a half quarters in the VFL practice match, McGovern won't travel and he'll play another full game down there. What changes would you make? That's a fair observation. I, I think... He's probably right. He only played two and a half quarters. I know he kicked three goals, but he didn't play a full match and he'd have to travel. Got to give McDonald a crack. Yeah, I agree. Imagine Casbolt coming on as a medical sub. <laughs> <laughs> God. Um, I think I'd run over the fence and put the vest in, you know. <laughs> what number would I wear? What number's available? 38. True. I'm no Jeff Garlett, but... <laughs> Uh, Pete Rogers says, when's the last time you can More remember... More than wire. Um- <laughs> <laughs> Pete Rogers says, says, when's the last time you can remember a Carlton team physically imposing themselves on the opposition? They hunted the young Dockers and looked to intimidate at every opportunity. It was no, great it's to a see. Great, it was great to see because that whole you know, the scuffle with Brayshaw happened right in front of me yesterday. And I think we, we do it again. And I think there's one man you go for this weekend. Noah Anderson. Okay. That's who we're roughing up this week. You reckon? Noah Anderson. Pretty so boy, very re- good player. You don't reckon a Hugh Greenwood or a no, Took no. Miller? Max Hugh Greenwood. No, or a Lockie bit, Miller. No, they'll fight back. Yeah. Anderson, very good player, by the way. Outside player, on the wing, gets a lot of pill, transitions, and get into him. And don't mind that call. Get into bump. him. In Cottrell will do it. Yeah. Oh, great call. Yeah. Uh, Creative Grit says, Saad had a quiet game. I don't think the guys know how to use his strengths yet. Thoughts? Oh, I think we know what his strengths are. He's not going to be able to get, you know, 12 handball receives every week. But I thought Saad was fine. Look. He made a couple of It was probably his worst game of the three, but he was still good. Yeah. Like that's, saying it was his worst game of the three is not a bad thing at all because his first two games were bloody awesome. Yeah, no, it's, uh, it's fine, I thought. Uh, DT says, I'm thinking Omak for Levi and McGovern for Murphy. That's my changes for next week. It's heavy. It's, yeah. It's heavy. Because they're going to be small. So if we're struggling and we're too heavy, it's going to be tough. Yeah, I wouldn't be dropping Murphy personally. 
Mickey C says, comment from me, watch the replay. Twice when Harry takes a grab in the first half, Williams goes up to him, presumably tells him to slow down, take his time and go for the goal. A small thing, but desperately needed. That's great, Mickey C. I'm glad you pointed that out because those are things we might miss being at the game or might miss even watching it on TV. For sure. Uh, So yeah, good little point there. And I love that. I love that if that's the case. That's awesome. Uh, Dutchie says, Levi looks done. Could be a lack of fitness due to his interrupted preseason. Dow is either in and under or must be dropped. Murph is on borrowed time. Everyone else played a role. I guess this is the common theme from these replies, Bolt. Uh, I sort of... I actually hate... I'm just going to say I hate how the fan base has turned on Murph. And I'm not saying it's everyone. It is. Because there's a massive group of Carlton supporters. He does divide the fan base. But I'm I'm firmly on his side. Like, Like, not even acknowledging... His past, I still think he's playing well. Like not not as well as he has been, but in the role that he's in, considering he's only played it for three games, like I think he's more than fine. Do you think he's playing worse than what Dale Thomas was in his last year at Carlton? Is Dale Thomas playing that role, though? No, not a different role, but just in oh. terms of, you know, um, um, impact to the team. Gee, that's a good question. Because Dale Thomas got a pretty good send-off from the fans he mm. was pretty liked but the longer days he played the more he was liked yeah we came to terms that he was a 750k a year back pocket though <laughs> but no, I, I, probably Daisy was probably a little bit better but Murphy like I don't know like we like I think I we've got to cut it, him some slack he's never played in this role in his career you know career. what's weird I, th- I think he'll play next year I also do <laughs> I think he'll go on it's early. We say, we say that and you're probably like, you know, I remember Judd said that during the week that, you know, he's looking to sign a one-year extension and did his knee on the weekend. Mm. So, touch wood with Murph. Yeah. But no, I, I, Murphy will play. Yeah. I don't. I, I think internally, Murphy wouldn't be under that much mm. pressure at the selection table. Michael Saravolo says, there has been reports of Cripper re-signing. How much would you feel comfortable paying him uh, slash tenure of the contract. Well, the um, reports were that he's signing for a pretty substantial amount of less than what he could have got elsewhere. Yeah. So I think it was five years reported. Yes, five years. So that will take him to, what, 31 years old? Yeah. So he'll be a one-club player. So he'll be a three-timer by then. Um, <laughs> <laughs> nah, um, how much will I pay him? I think, I think they'll pay him about 800 a year. Which is mm. probably he could attract way more than that. No, nah, like that when like when you say it like that, I'm just thinking like what? what? Surely it's more. Just, if I'm Patrick Cripps, yeah, and nah, I'm looking around yeah, he'll me, go get one point, I'm not. No, I don't he, want to name drop here. One point one somewhere, or oh, mate, more, mate. If North chucked one point two at Kelly, I, I, I've I, just I, got a feeling that he would be taking unders. No, I think he will. But because his footy career how can isn't they vindicated offer him, by money, it's vindicated by getting other guys in. He has to win. How can they offer him less than what Mitch McGovern is on? How can they do that? How could they do that? How yeah. could they offer? Well, it might not. That's just. It might not be eight. It might be nine. I, I think. I, I don't know. I if I were Carlton and I were re-signing him, I would I would make him the highest paid player at the club. At the club, for sure. I, he's not going to be the million dollar man. But no. we've also got to think, you know, Walsh. I'd put him on nine hundred. He's going to be on a big contract. Yeah. H, I guess, as well. Mm. Weeders. Well, Weeders has signed his big one, I think. Weedering signed it. Um, you know, there's going to... Like, we've just signed Sard and Williams on big money as well. Martin. Well, Martin's... Gee, Martin's been hard done by there. COVID cuts, mm. yeah. Cooked his contract. Cooked. <laughs> like, it was all front-ended and he didn't get yeah. it because of the 50% pay cut. No, it wasn't, it wasn't 50. Oh, not 50. What was it again? I think it's a 9% pay cut from your TPP. Yeah, sorry, sorry, not 50. <laughs> but still, when you're getting paid that much, 9% is quite a bit. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, it's the difference between, you know, holidaying one place, holidaying in, in another place. <laughs> but Let's continue. Delta says, JSOS is integral to our starting 22. And I'm should so play, imp- I was so impressed with And Silvani. should play the rest of the year, barring injury, 100%. Very, very happy with Silvani. And I almost can't believe that going into this season, before that St Kilda JLT game, 
Oh, what, what is it now? Amy Community. Sorry. Um, I, I can't believe we almost were sort of saying is he or isn't he in our 22. Well, I guess he, played, he basically didn't play last year. Yeah. Yeah. So it was kind of fair. Yeah. And uh, Jack Martin had come in in between that as well. And- mm. No, well, Silvani's clearly in the 22. Yeah. He's a gun. Like, he is a gun. Yeah, he just does what he needs to do. He gets he does the basics, Silvani. Yeah. Luke and he puts his he puts his body on the line more than anyone else. Doesn't lose one of them. Plays ones. for the jumper. Luca Gamble says, I would love to see Kennedy come back into the team, but I'm worried that the game might be a bit fast for him now. Well, to be honest, the game was probably already a bit fast for him. Uh but yeah, look, we'll we will see him. We'll see him get a crack and hopefully he takes that opportunity with both hands. Uh James Van Usten says, Parks keeps Marchbank out. Kerno keeps Kennedy out. Cottrell stays on the wing. Setters comes back in on ball for Dow. Stocker. What Ed Kerno's spot been like, up for grabs? I oh, know. I mean, I'm, I cannot believe. I cannot believe when I read that people don't think Kerno should be in the team. On the weekend, he validated his spot. He destroyed a Brayshaw. He's not even. Wouldn't even be a thought. Yeah. No, 100%. Dropping Kerno. Uh, but yeah, I like that. I mean, Dow is the one. He is playing a lot of on-ball minutes, and it should be Setterfield. It should be Setterfield. Like, how could they... How are they playing Dow on ball over Setters? I just don't get it. Yeah. You know I don't either. Uh, Tim W says, Gibbons had more time in the middle, Cottrell inclusion on the wing, and Ed in a tagging role were all examples of players playing to their strengths. Are you confident Teague will keep these changes in the game plan? I hope so. Mate... I, that is spot on, Tim. Uh, spot, spot on. Gibbo in the more time in the middle, uh, and yeah, Cottrell on the wing. Co- like, Cottrell was so good on the wing, I thought. Yeah, no, he was good. And yeah, Ed playing that tagging role. I, like, well, he's done that for best part of a decade. Yeah, yeah. No, great tweet. Uh, Lech Dog says, "Does Eddie hold his spot?" Well, this was one like my head was telling me no, but my heart was telling me yes. It's gonna be interesting. With they'll, they'll give it. They need to give he'll him another play, game. They can't bring him in after that injury and take him out after one week. He needs to get another crack at it. He'll play, and he's played well against the Gold Coast last year, so hopefully yeah. he can do that again. Uh, Whitney eight 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 says Levi for McGovern. She's already got the Fogarty in the Twitter handle. Yes. Uh, Levi for McGovern would be the only change I'd make, but who rucks? Yeah, you sort it's, of address it's a, this. Yeah, it's a big conundrum. It's going to be interesting how they tackle it. It will be. Bolt, I think that's all we've got at the moment. I'm sorry if you send in your questions after we've recorded, but that is all that we are seeing here. Big, big week coming up. We're going to the Gold Coast. We're heading up. We're heading up. Uh, plenty of content to come from... Queensland. We will be there at Metricon Stadium. Your first time there, Bob. I've never been to Metricon. It's a so cool stadium. I'm very excited. No. Um, school holidays, probably be more Carlton fans up there. Yeah, get down. Not Blue that Vegas. we go to school. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if you're there, shoot us a DM, catch up for a beer at the game. Uh, looking forward to it. Beers. Um, yeah, beers. <laughs> <laughs> no, it'll be good. It'll be good. No, I'm keen. One, one thing... How's the weather looking? Yeah, have, a look, have a look while I ask you this question. One thing oh, you would like... Oh, hold on. Hold on. So I'm going up Friday, 28 sunny. Saturday, 27 and sunny. Sunday, 27. Come on. That's great. I'll see you at the beach. Oh, bad weekend <laughs> to be a pint. <laughs> uh, one thing... That you would like to see this weekend that we haven't seen this year so far. Ooh, that's interesting. Um, Putting you on the spot here, as I do. Yeah. I don't know. Um, That we haven't seen. William Stocker, I guess. Okay. It's the easy easy answer. What's yours? I'd like to see one of our small forwards kick a bag. Yeah, I'd like to, I'd like to see Jack Silvani kick a bag. I think he's got it in I him. Don't think, I don't know if he does. We kicked three against with a three or four against St Kilda in that game. Yes, yeah. three. To be fair, he was playing full forward. No Mackay, no Caswell. True, true, true. Yeah, he plays a bit of a different role. Maybe not Jack Silvani. I'd just like to see one of our smalls kick a bag. 
Yeah. I think it'll be that type of a day for them. Because, like, H is not going to have 12 scoring shots on Sam Collins. That's not going to happen. Sure. Then again, Tex kicks six on him. So, if we can rattle Collins early. Yeah, that's fair. My point being, though, is that no, I know. this week it wasn't a great week for our small forwards in terms of hitting the scoreboard. But they were great. They otherwise. were unbelievable. Uh, but hitting the scoreboard wasn't easy for them. I think it'll be... I think, you know, we will rely on them more to hit the scoreboard this week. Yeah, so I'd like Cripps to see... kicking two from the set shot. Doesn't yeah. happen often awesome. as well. Awesome. We'd love to see that. Uh, It'll be interesting. I'm very keen for the Gold Coast this week. Something else that I would like to see is more pressure. More pressure. Even for longer. In, for long, Increase it even more. It's more tackling. More tackling, more aggression. We need to rattle the Gold Coast early. That's yeah. what we need to do. They've got Hugh Greenwood. Get in front He'll, early. It, will Greenwood go on Crips? Maybe it's stoppages. We'll talk. Probably talk. Yeah. Uh, who matches up on Ben King? Is it Weedering or Jones? Weedering. You reckon? For sure. And then who would Jones play on? I'm not sure. But then the big matchups. Plowman, Rankin. Yeah. Yeah. It's a big one. It is a big one. I think Rankin's a lot more dynamic than the guys... Just got to be on your toes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just got to keep him on the boundary line. He's he's probably the quickest player that Plowman would have played on this year. Yeah. As an attribute, the speed. Yeah, it's going to be very, very interesting. Bolt, that's all we've got time for this week. Another show in the books, the Blues Footy Podcast. Looking forward to doing it next week up on the Gold Coast. We're recording up on the Gold we Coast. We are recording there. Some That'll be awesome. Some beautiful complimentary 23 kilo luggage with Virgin. Yeah. Put it in the suitcase. Yeah, we'll chuck all the gear in the suitcase. Anyone knows any cool bars around Carrara? <laughs> at Harrison Hyman's on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Looking forward to doing it again next week from the Gold Coast. Once again, Blue Baggers, if you're heading up, hit us up and we'll meet you for a beer at the game. Looking forward to doing it all again, Bolt, and uh, it's been a great show this week. Thank you for coming on. You beauty. Blue Baggers, we'll see you next week up on the Gold Coast. Have they been playing against the famous old-